0: Hello everybody, welcome to the second ever episode of the Main Event Time Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Numer, as we are just three days away of the big event called SummerSlam. And also, all in, in a couple of weeks, a lot to talk about this episode, including my predictions for SummerSlam. SummerSlam. This weekend. But let's start off with a couple of topics. First, we need to discuss Friday Night Smackdown last week. Sorry for the delay in this second episode, but let's continue with this episode here. As Friday's episode of Friday Night Smackdown saw a lot of interesting things happening, including Jey Uso and Roman Reigns going at it each other every single week and now this one where jay spears roman in the middle of the ring signifying that he has a shot at roman i'll talk about my prediction for that match later in this episode and also you you got to know what happened to la night yeah on smackdown la night came out started calling top dollar uncle phil Got a couple laughs in his promo. Always a must-see promo whenever LA Knight comes out. He started roasting all of Hit Row after he interrupted them. And then pretty much squashed Ashante the Adonis in a pretty quick match. Also on last week's episode, Io Sky seemed pretty unhappy with Bailey after she left her in the middle of the ring against Charlotte Flair on the week prior to last week's episode. And I thought that was pretty interesting as Bayley's, ups- well, Shotzi's obsession with Bailey is taking, s- drove Io and Bailey apart, kind of, ahead of SummerSlam. And I f- thought that was pretty interesting for what it's worth. And then um, we saw Grayson Waller take on Jey Uso in the main event of last week's SmackDown. That match was, was J- saw Jey Uso take the W, in a pretty solid match. Um, yep, Jay won in pretty decisive fashion. And then we got the whole segment with Roman, Jay, Solo. Pretty good episode. That was really good. I liked it. Um, and then let's talk about AEW Collision on Saturday, which saw MJF. And Adam Cole, baby, take on FTR for the AEW World Tag Team Titles. Great match. A lot of stunts. A lot of everything. I loved it. I think it was pretty good. Uh, They had me sold for a second that MJF. I thought for a second MJF and Adam Cole had had it won just at the moment. Even though I didn't. Everybody knows I didn't expect them to win. They didn't. FTR won. And then MJF, the shenanigans after the match. MJF almost turned on Adam Cole. Almost. Adam Cole, though, as we saw he the week prior at Dynamite, like two weeks ago, um, it looked like Adam Cole might have might turn on MJF, but then on on collision, MJF was about to turn on Adam Cole. I just love this storyline. Amazing stuff by AEW. Some of the best storylines. Ha- this one is probably one of the best in AEW. Maybe even hi- the AEW history. I liked it. I liked this episode, including uh, seeing Andrade Alidolo take back his mask in that pretty good ladder match between him and Buddy Matthews. I liked it. It was pretty good. And then we saw... um. Uh, we saw Monday Night Raw this week, which was pretty good. I, I liked it. It was Monday Night Raw, at, at a little bit above average. which But one of the most talking points in that episode was Chad Gable. Yes, Chad Gable finally getting some recognition, it seems, from WWE as he took on Gunther in a five-minute challenge that turned into a match. After as Gunther could not defeat Chad Gable in under five minutes. Very happy for Chad Gable. He deserves so much more in WWE. I'm really like sad that he's not getting more recognition, but to be honest, Alpha Academy has been very entertaining in the last two months. Really love what their Triple H and WWE is doing with them. And then we also saw in that episode Sami Zayn and Seth Rollins defeat. Dirty Dominic Mysterio and Damian Priest in that tag team match. I found it pretty interesting that Damian Priest took the pin in that match. We'll see if that leads up to something heading into SummerSlam. Maybe that means he'll cash. I I don't know, but we'll see what happens there. And then in the opening segment of Monday Night Raw, we saw Logan Paul absolutely get booed out of the building. And I I, thought that Houston crowd was... Pretty good. I, I actually liked the crowd that night. But, like, jeez, they did not like Logan Paul. They just did not like Logan Paul. He's He's been, like, a great heel lately in WWE. We'll see him take on Ricochet this weekend at SummerSlam. Ricochet then came out and interrupted Paul. And then took Paul took the upper hand in that brawl. A lot of brawls in this episode of Raw. As we saw a vignette, a clip of Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler in, like, a studio talking about their history with each other. Ronda Rousey and Shayna. Shayna looked like a real threat there. I love how they're building up this match heading into SummerSlam. And... um It makes you really want to root. That like video clip of Shayna and Ronda really makes me want to root for Shayna Baszler this weekend. I am rooting for her in that MMA rules match. So that was that's my review of most of Monday Night Raw. And now let's get to my big predictions for this weekend at SummerSlam. First, I'm going to talk on the SummerSlam Slim Jim Battle Royal. So it sounds like this match will have a big prize for the winner, maybe a title shot for the U.S. title or intercontinental title maybe in the upcoming shows for that. I I don't know, but it seems like this is just a match for LA Knight, really. WWE is just, they've realized how popular he is and they're either going to give him a promo every SmackDown when he's not scheduled to wrestle or they're just going to make him not miss a pay-per-view by being in these non-meaning matches. I'm just so mad. I'm just they just need to give him a push. He's the top star. When he his music hits, everybody rises to their feet. It, they just need to pull the trigger soon. And if I hear one more rumor that Triple H is going to push Knight after another pay-per-view, after another pay-per-view, I'm going to lose it. So LA Knight wins this one in my opinion then um to the next match Ricochet versus Logan Paul so uh, this has been a pretty good feud so far i i mean with all the crazy stuff they've done with all those w- crazy bumps Paul and Ricochet have took between these two i'm going to love this match um high flying very fast paced I'm, I'm guessing this should be an amazing match but I'll tell you what, Logan Paul has lost two, two matches in a row. He just needs a win. I, I think Logan Paul will be a future WWE world champion if he stays long enough. And I love that Ricochet is giving, getting more and more TV time through this feud. But I just don't see him winning. I This seems like Paul cheats to win match. Yeah, I'm going to say Logan Paul wins in a really good match. I'm guessing this one opens the show. And then the next match I will speak on is Ronda Rousey for Sh- Shayna Baszler in the MMA Rules match. I forgot about that. Um, not sure what MMA Rules is going to look like in WWE, but that should be interesting. And I already said this earlier, but I'm going to root for Shayna Baszler. I'm going to pop a few wins. They need to build her like she was in NXT. Triple H has been giving her, like, more TV time than Vince McMahon ever did. Especially when uh, Shayna had that thing with Liv Morgan at Clash of the Castle last year. Um, I I like this feud. Still don't know... I still don't like that turn on Ronda that Shayna did. Now we know that um, Ronda might be leaving WWE after this match. But... I'm going to give Shayna Baszler the win because of that. Ronda needs to put Shayna over here because Shayna looks like she's going to stay in WWE for a while. And I see her becoming a future world champion again in the women's division. As the next match I'm going to speak on is Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Now, I expected this match to have some sort of stipulation. Everybody did. Like, dog dog collar would be very interesting. Maybe even a fight pit. But they didn't go that route, so another boring singles match. I just, I'm not interested in this feud at all. Nobody really is. Like, I mean, this feud, in my opinion, has been awful. It's gone super stale, boring. This might be one of my least, ex- I'm going to be least excited for it on this pay-per-view, one of the matches. That I will be least excited for. But, I mean, we still don't know why Brock turned on Cody in the first place. But, with all further ado, I'll give my prediction. Without further ado, my prediction for this match is Cody Rhodes to finally finish the story against Brock Lesnar and win that match. Maybe we'll see a Bray Wyatt return after this one. I don't know. I don't think... I mean, if it's anybody, it will be Bray Wyatt. Because there's rumors that Randy Orton might appear or might not appear. But it's not going to be Randy if if they do a return after this match. But I see Cody defeating Brock. The next match is for the Intercontinental Championship. Gunther vs. Drew McIntyre. So, when Drew McIntyre returned at Money in the Bank... My automatic opinion was he's going to be the dual, the one to defeat Gunther. But as weeks went on and more stuff has happened for Gunther, I honestly think he's going to retain. I mean, Gunther has been the one of the best Intercontinental Champions of all time. And he, WWE, I think, loves those long title reigns now and... There's no way they're just going to let him fall just short of the honking talk man's record of the longest Intercontinental Championship run. So I see Gunther winning with some shenanigans or something. And then after this match, I see Drew McIntyre turning heel and going on a heel run in the up-and-coming months, maybe getting a world title shot. as that That's my prediction for that match. And then the next match is the WWE Women's Championship match between Asuka, Bianca Belair, and Charlotte Flair. Now, I could see WWE just just putting the title belt on Charlotte Flair just for no reason to get her title writing list up, but I'm not going to say they do. Now, I don't see Bianca Belair winning, because they need to turn her heel already. Why is she still face, to be honest? Um... I have no idea why, but for this match i'm I really don't see e o Sky cashing in, but I do see Oscar retaining her title in a great match this is gonna be I do believe this match will be one of the best on the show on the card this is gonna be amazing i I mean, it might be up there with the Charlotte Flair Rhea Ripley match at WrestleMania. This one will be pretty good. And my prediction is Asuka to retain with no EO cashing. Maybe some more stuff happens after that match. And then the next match I will speak on is the World Heavyweight Championship match between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. Now, this feud has been seven year long, pretty much. And now, we're back where it all started. Summerslam in twenty sixteen is where it started. Balor get won the ti- won the Universal title off Seth, in a great match. That was a good match, and then Balor got injured. Really did cost him his career. Uh, like this is not scripted at all. This is like true stuff. As I feel for Balor in this feud, I really think that Balor will get his revenge on Seth and take the World Heavyweight Championship off him in a great match. I think this one will be another one that could be a huge, like, a a really good match, actually. And now, the big question, will Priest cash in? Will Priest cash in? I'm going to say he doesn't. No cash-ins. I'm going to say they resist and don't put make Damian Priest cash-in. Now, they've agreed Finn and Priest have seemingly, seemingly gone closer since Money in the Bank when there was a lot of mun- miscommunications. Now, I do think at some point Priest will cash-in and take the title off Balor. But we need some more friction between the two before we get there. So that's my prediction for that match. And then the last match, the main event, likely, for the Undisputed Universal Championship, Roman Reigns vs. Jey Uso. Just, I expect so much from this match that I'm almost scared that WWE is going to screw it up or something. Ah, this is a tough, this is not really a tough one for me, though. I think... Roman Reigns will retain his undisputed title. You just can't overthink it. I mean, I mean, Roman Reigns has been an amazing champ. If anything, WWE would make him lose to a Drew McIntyre last year at Clash in the at the Castle or Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. I, in the lead up to those matches, I felt like, wow, Roman can actually lose the title. In this one, I'm not feeling the same. I mean, a lot of, like, some people want Jay to win. I know. But, like, where do they go with the story after that? What happens with Solo? What happens with Jimmy? Like, it's going to be really interesting what they do if they end up picking Jay. But I don't think that's going to happen. Roman retains. And something, there's going to be a lot of stuff happening in this match. I see Rikishi coming out. Maybe even The Rock to come out. I don't know. But I think Roman Reigns will retain due to something happening. Something's got to happen for him to retain. And then after the match, maybe Solo Sokoa will turn on Roman. I don't know, but something's going to happen. Either The Rock comes out after the match or Solo turns on Roman. Those are my predictions. For SummerSlam 2023, thank you for watching this episode of Main Event Time. I'm Jimmy Numer, and I'll see you again.